Welcome to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell challenges the status quo, questions everything, and empowers you to return to your core beliefs to make your life better. If you're ready to hear the truth and get your roadmap to the lifestyle you really want, the next hour will change your life. And now your host, self-made millionaire, national award-winning investor of the year, CEO and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, Dell Wamsley. Welcome to the Del Wamsley Radio Show, where the hype ends and help begins. I'm your host, Del Wamsley, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. But my friends, are we really working on your financial freedom, or are we just working on freedom alone? Freedom to do what you want, when you want, with whomever you want, anytime you want, is really what it's all about, and money is one of the parts necessary to make that happen. Many other things in your life, though, also contribute to or take away from your ability to live a complete free life. Now, no one, is, no one is completely free. We all understand that. Uh, the world out there doesn't want us to be free. The police don't want us to be free. The governments don't want us to be free. Uh, politicians don't want us to be free. Spouses don't want us to be free. Our kids don't want us to be free. You know, everybody wants to stick their hand in your life and twist it just a little bit. And they're constantly trying to rearrange your life for you, your goals for you, your position, your actions in your reactions to everything out there in the world. This is just the way it really works. But not very often do we as individuals stop and think through the entire process and take account of everything that we believe to be true and everything that we do on a daily, weekly, monthly and yearly basis in a repetitive manner and such that those repetitive actions, reactions and habits create who you are and what you have. That is the secret to being something someday and having something all day, every day, is your repetitive actions. But you will find out that if you don't pay attention to what goes on in your life, that everybody else in this world is going to take a hold of your life and they are going to twist it and turn it and mess it around until they get your life looking like what they want your life to look like. Now, some people do it out of meanness. Some people do it just simply out of not knowing any better. And some people out there are just selfish and they're doing it because they want what they want and they don't really care what happens to you or the people around you or your life or your development or any of that. They just want what they want. And so they're sticking their finger in your life. They're poking the bear and trying to change your life. Now, this is on the surface a very pale, very powerful, yet painful uh, situation that's going on at all times. And today, I would like to try to sort this out a little bit and show you how deep and how pervasive this system in your life is, how the world is taking you apart at the seams, piece by piece by piece. Now, it's worse in some cases than it is in others, and some of us are better at controlling it than others, but it's going on for all of us, including myself. This is the kind of lifestyle we live. 
You, on the other hand, have to go to work. That's why your your listenership hour is cut down to 10 minutes or 15 minutes at the most, because you're catching the show as a break, a break in between driving from here to there, from lunch to no lunch, to whatever else it is that is controlling and manipulating your life and not allowing you to just sit down and have this conversation with me for an hour straight. Because that's what you really need to do. You need to sit down in some peace and quiet and think through your entire life. Just do it. Find a place and time where you can think it through, write it down, figure it out, and then start on the process of changing it. Why am I talking about this today? Because this week something happened that was very strange to me. And doesn't happen very often, but when it does, it's very eye-opening. What happened to me this week is that we had a separation of an employee that had been running my accounting system for seven years. Now, I have 11 companies, and this person actually ran seven of them in the accounting department. The accounting department that ran of seven of them. And it's been around for a long time seven or eight years. I'm not sure exactly how long. It's a long time. I know that. And because of the separation, I had to wake up one day and go, wow, what is actually going on in my accounting system? You know, seven or eight years ago, I could sit down and tell you everything that was happening, where it was happening, how was it happening, where things got filed, how things got paid, who was getting paid, when was getting paid. But I haven't touched the accounting system not even touched it for seven years. Now, I did take one glimpse at it a couple of years ago to reorder some of the accounts because of the process that I'm going to talk about today. Things get out of control. And so every once in a while, you got to sit back down and you've got to clean things up again and pull them back together again. So I did about three years ago. I did that. I didn't do it as completely as I should have. I can see that now. And that's the last I've seen nor touched my accounting system. What this has done for me is made me realize that the processes that are around your life will, through entropy, eventually dissolve. They will eventually be completely out of control. Now, I have to tell you, this is this is kind of a, an intellectual argument, an emotional argument, and then a logistics argument all at the same time. So I apologize if I'm going back and forth from emotional to logistical to intellectual. But I'm going to go all over the place because this really is all over the place. That is the problem in life is that everything is all over the place and everything just goes crazy. And you sometimes just look up and go, what in the heck is happening to my life? So I ask you, you've listened to me on the radio now for years and you've heard me say that I don't work in my business. I don't. But there is an amount of time necessary to work on your business. I try to hire the very best people out there to operate my business, to work in my businesses, so that I don't need as much time on the outside working on my business. That is my goal. However, the truth of the matter is, is that that balance 
is something that I've never actually figured out. I kind of look at running businesses like spinning plates on top of a pool stick. You see these jugglers do this. They, they spin a plate and they get that one going and they run over to the next pool stick, put a plate up there and spin it. They run over the next pool stick, put another one up there and you envision this. And they get four, five, six plates. And somewhere along the line, you realize there's too many plates up there. And you can't get back to all of them quick enough to keep them spinning at the right velocity. And then you have a crash. And that's what happens with all this. You have that crash. And then that crash is the first time when you open your eyes and go, whoa, I need a new system. Because if I don't have a new system, the old system is inadequate as far as results go in allowing me to juggle that many plates. I'm going to need a new way to do this. And I'm going to have to figure it out before I can ever grow myself again, my business, myself, my relationships, uh, anything out there. Because the system that you use, like, for instance, the way that I would deal with people when I was young was terrible. When I got into business, I found that I could not progress in business, even though I was very good at certain aspects and had a high intellect in certain aspects. Because of my personality, I could not grow within companies. And then I realized, man, I'm never going to get anywhere in corporate America because I'm just so much of a bad person to people. And then I went out and started my own companies. And then I realized that I was still a bad person just because now they couldn't fire me for being a bad person. My employees could fire me for being a bad person. Wow. What a, what a realization that I didn't know how to spin the plates of life when it came to communication relationships with people, both on a personal and working basis. So I had to go back and find another plan. I had to find another way. And that's what we all have to do. That's what it really all comes down to. You're listening to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell will be right back with more life-changing principles in just a few minutes. Lifestyles Unlimited is the real estate investor education and mentoring group that has been taking people by the hand and teaching them how to invest in real estate for over 25 years. Our students have been so successful at creating wealth and passive income that they've won local, state, and national investor of the year awards 10 of the last 10 years. It's easy to see why Think Realty Magazine named us the best in the U.S. If you're ready to add real estate to your portfolio, go to lifestylesunlimitedpodcast.com to access our free live training event schedule. Welcome back. Now, here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America, one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Let me define this word for you because it's one of my favorite words in life once I learned it. And uh, it may be a word that some people have forgotten. They've probably heard it before, but forgotten quite honestly what it means. Let's go ahead and read something I found off the internet. It says entropy. The idea of entropy comes from the principle of thermodynamics dealing with energy. It usually refers to the idea that everything in the universe, and that is everything in the universe, eventually moves from order to disorder. And entropy is a measurement of that change. Wow, I love that. Everything moves from order to disorder. Man, just the definition, just the fact. I mean, there it is. There's a fact right there in front of you. Everything in your life moves from order to disorder. It's the natural way of the universe. So if you're not aware of that, if you're not planning in some way to reverse that entropy, 
it's going to take you out. That's why we die. Eventually, all the cells in your body eventually are in such disorder that they can't replicate themselves in an orderly fashion, and you die. You die of some mal... Mm, malicious thing in your body that has nothing to do with who you are. It's something in there just doesn't work anymore. It has gone to total disorder. And as you live your life, you physically can feel that as you get older. I feel it now. I can't even believe. I keep joking with people since I was young, but now it's not a joke anymore that I watch my dad die one body part at a time. One little thing like first you got diabetes and then you got some cancer, you know, or maybe you start with skin cancer and then you get some diabetes and then you have some uh, liver dysfunctions, high cholesterol and low uh, good cholesterol and high bad cholesterol and high lipid acids and I mean every time I go to the doctor they pull this blood thing on me and there's like 80 things on this sheet of paper and every one of them is getting worse this is entropy but my friends it's not just physical entropy everything in this world is being tugged at and pulled on and ripped apart right in front of your eyes at all times because people want things to be torn apart. You know, everybody seems to think that everybody likes order. People don't like order. Order in and of itself is lack of freedom. Freedom, by definition, is no order. Freedom means you can do whatever you want, whenever you want, with whoever you want. There's no freedom in this world because the world wants order. Now, if you've ever tried to accomplish anything in life, you understand why the world wants order. Because without order, you can't get anything done. This goes on and says, uh, and I want to just share this with you because it's, it parallels so many things I want to talk about. It says the word entropy finds its root in the Greek entropa, which means turning towards or transformation. The word was used to describe measurement of disorder by the German physicist Rudolf Klaus and appeared in English in 1868. A common example of entropy is that ice melting in water, the resulting change from form to free, lack of form, from order to disorder, is an increase in entropy. So there it is. You've got an ice cube that's something you can use, and now you've got melted water. It's useless. Or in every other form, those were very, very tight molecules that became much looser molecules. You go on here, it says entropy, based on communication theory, a numerical measure of the uncertainty of an outcome. I like that. The numerical measure of the uncertainty of an outcome. So in your life, Think about entropy as being this. How likely is it you're going to have great relationships with your wife or husband this weekend? You've got a holiday coming up. What is the possibility that everything is going to be great this weekend? The measurement of that possibility is the measurement of entropy. At the same token, how likely is it that your Investments are going to accomplish the goals and the dreams that you set them out there for. What is the likelihood that you're going to be able to retire at an age you want to retire at? Now, I retired at 34 years of age, so mine did it, okay? I got it. But for me to stay retired, for me to maintain retirement, I had to fight the entropy of having those apartment complexes business-wise fall apart. 
business-wise. The tenants want to turn the apartment into what they want to turn it into. Business-wise, the employees want to turn the apartment into what they want it to be. Um, the city wants to make you do what it wants you to do, etc., etc., etc. The property tax department wants you to pay more property taxes. They want you to change what you do. And everybody is working at something that is drilling down and manipulating that bottom line called profit, the part you get to keep. So how do you fix that? Well, you have to go in and put it back together again. In each and everything in your life, you got to go back and, and look at it and, and figure out how far has this gone from the core. Here's the core. Here's what should be happening, right? And yet it's not happening. Why? Because we are drifting apart. In my companies, the larger ones where we have lots of employees, I found, I woke up one day, a couple years ago, about two and a half, three years ago, I woke up and I realized that my employees had almost totally destroyed my company. Yeah, we were still in business, but if you went into each division, each and every division had manipulated what they were doing into something that did what they wanted it to do. When you look at project management, this is called local optimization. Local optimization says that there is a tendency for each and every part of every business to want to optimize your company's processes for their benefit. And whenever you optimize to the local, you are always destroying to the general. Because what's happening is a lack of resources are available because one division is sucking up resources it's not supposed to use, or it's holding down resources, or it's giving away resources. There's another definition here I'd like to, to share with you. It says, uh, another definition of entropy says, a thermodynamic quality representing the amount of energy in a system that is no longer available for doing mechanical work. Gosh, I had to go in and rip these employees apart. I mean, quite honestly, half the people that I had here four, three years ago are gone, if not more. And the reason they are is because they manipulated their division to become a division that was didn't need them. They sat, they sat there and did nothing and let everybody else do work for them. Because we believe in financial freedom, because I teach financial freedom, these people thought I meant that they were financially free to work. In other words, they didn't have to work. They were supposed to not work and be financially free. They called this job their retirement package. And I said, no, that was never intended. This is a job. You come to work. I pay you some money. You do what you're supposed to do. You go home and get out of here. That's what was intended. You're listening to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell will be right back with more life-changing principles in just a few minutes. The largest wealth and passive income expo in the country is coming to Texas Saturday, April 14th. Join thousands of top investors and expert wealth educators. Pick from topics like passive income, retirement, asset protection, tax-free income, finding, fixing, and funding houses and apartments. Get your path to retirement in just one day. Go to wealthandpassiveincomeexpo.com. Gain one-on-one access to hundreds of industry experts, realtors, lenders, property and asset managers, apartment owners, national real estate syndication and trade professionals. Come shake hands with your retirement partner. Use promo code EXPO18 and get in for just 
$10. Meet national radio host, multimillionaire real estate investor, and mentor to the top award-winning investors in the country, Dell Walmsley. Use promo code EXPO18 to get your all-access pass for just $10. Wealth and PassiveIncomeExpo.com. Meet featured speaker Brian Tracy, top-selling author of over 70 books, personal success and performance expert, along with Marcus Luttrell, the lone survivor, best-selling author and former United States Navy SEAL who received the Navy Cross and Purple Heart for his actions during Operation Red Wings. Your path to retirement in just one day. Wealth and PassiveIncomeExpo.com. Use promo code EXPO18. Welcome back. Now here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America, one person at a time, Del Wamsley. So before the break, I was talking about the fact that, okay, I woke up one day, I had cancer. And so for about a year, I was out of my business completely. I just never came in, didn't do anything. And the business morphed. And just out of the basic uh, kindness of the heart, somebody at the top of the of the organization said, hey, let's not bother Dell with anything. No need to talk to Dell about anything. Well, that was the beginning of the end, guys. Because without someone who has a diligent view on where you're going someone who knows the map has the map and knows how to live a forward-looking life to get to where you're going then a company's dead the same thing's true about a family the same thing's true about anything else it's any kind of organism at all it's going to fall apart if there isn't some basic knowledge the knowledge of the universe if there is a god out there the knowledge of the universe is that God. Now, you can put that name on that God and you can make it look like whatever you want to make it look like in a book. But the bottom line is it is knowledge, information that controls everything in the world. It's the information to know how your cells should align. It's your DNA, which is basic information. And the more information that we understand, the better we can control the outcomes of our lives. So when you are in a situation where you give away that information base, when you stop being that information base, or you don't have the right information base, your life can't progress. So that's why you come join a program like ours, is to get the map, to get the information base. Then your job is just to make sure you stick on that goal, stick on that map. And then the results happen. They happen every time. Anybody who ever tells me that I can't get results in real estate, I say, let's go to the back of the book and look on the back page of the manual because I make everybody write this on the back page of the manual. It says, I will not do what Dell told me to do and that's why I'm not a millionaire. Because you won't be unless you do what I tell you to do. If you take an idea like what we teach here and you go try to morph it, and all of you do, you're all trying to reinvent the wheel. I see it even with some of my best students. They get bored of doing it the same way. The same way is boring to them, and so they want to experiment. Because we've all been told, if you don't fail a few times, you've never really tried. You've got to get out there and try. No, folks, you've got to get out there and fail. Only a few people in the world are good enough at understanding the, the infinite information necessary to stay on a track long enough to invent an idea that improves the track. Most people that are trying to improve the track are all over the place, up, down, sideways, weird, you name it. That's what happens. There's no success in that. You have to stay on point. You have to stay within information. That is the information that creates 
the result you want. You want ice, you got to stay within the information of ice. You can't go to the information of water. Now, what will happen if you don't stay on point with the information of ice? It will turn into water. Or it might even go one step further and evaporate into thin air gone. Gone are the resources of your company because people waste them. Gone are the resources because right now, instead of having one website driver, we have three website drivers. Instead of being hosted by one web hoster, we're hosted by six web hosters because we've got 27,000 different things going on at the same time that nobody can actually identify why they're all going on because somebody wanted this one time. I want to find this out. Okay, sign up for that software. I want to know how this is. Sign up for that. I want to track this. Okay, let's go to the accounting department and let's get them to track this for us. And so they add more accounts and more creativity in the accounting to try to track different things. And pretty soon you've divested everything, so you might as well not even have an accounting system at all because you write a check and go, that check was for that. Now let's track that check and every other check that every check that was ever written. It's just a mess. Accounting should be simple, effective, it should show you something. And a mumbo-jumbo of 10,000 accounts doesn't show you anything. It's just extra work. I found when I dissected my accounting department that we were doing three or four times the amount of work necessary, man-hours-wise, to get done what we need to get done. Why? Because they were setting up the system to where there was three acts of physical activity to accomplish a single goal. It's just unbelievable. It is unbelievable. And there was not clear delineation of responsibilities. It was like, okay, this person does this and this over that, and this person does this, this, and that. And because there's seven different companies, one guy was accounts receivable on one set of companies and accounts payable on the other set of companies, and the other guy was just the opposite of that. And no one was the payroll guy. That was the guy running the whole thing, and nobody else knew how to do it. So if the poor guy ever died, or in this case had to leave, nobody knew how to do the payroll. It was just insane. It was a total screw-up. In fact, I would be lucky to say that I'm lucky that this guy had a separation because in the long run, it's going to create so much more efficiency in my company to take what will end up being a week to two weeks of my life to completely revamp the entire accounting system. Now, look. Lucky enough, I took eight years of accounting, and my dad was a CPA, so you probably can't do that. But you could find somebody who could do it. In fact, this has prompted me to be so irritated about this entropy thing that I'm going back to the basics with everything. I'm completely gutting all of my websites. I'm, I'm gutting all of my data storage systems and revamping the entire thing, starting with the concept of what do we want this whole thing to look like? We are a mentoring and education program, and we should have the absolute best access to the best educational materials out there. That's what we are. And so we're going back to the beginning. We have over 200 hours of training videos, yet they're in a format that when you log on, you have to go through a list and pick out the ones you want. We're buying a database system now where every student will be able to log on like a college student, have course curriculum in their own name, and be able to track their curriculum, take their test to prove that they've uh, solved the program or finished the program to get their accreditation or certification or whatever it is they get. Uh, this is very, very over-the-top stuff, but it's what I should have done 10 years ago. I just didn't get around to it because everything works simple. 
Now we're going to make it very complicated. But in complication will only work if it's within the simplicity of knowing that it all works the same way every time for every person within one giant program. Not 10. And right now we're spread out over two or three or four of them, different programs that do different things for us. And nobody knows how to integrate them. Nobody knows how to make them all work. Yeah, we can sit down and make them work for a while. And we get it going, and then we got to change it, and we get it going, and we got to change it. And everybody has their own opinion how it should be set up, and everybody has their own opinion how it should work. And so they tweak it, and they tweak it again, and they tweak it again. How many tweaks does it take before something doesn't work? You know, you drive, you're walking down the, the path, and you've heard the old saying, as you walk down the path, uh, I traveled the same path, but yet I took the different turn or something like that. I mean, I know that's not the way to say it. it's said, but you understand what I'm saying, that the difference in my life is that I took a turn when I came to the fork in the road. I didn't go straight. But what if I had taken the fork in the road and there was another fork in the road and I took another fork and I went the wrong way? Then nothing would have happened. See, it's not coming to the fork in the road and choosing. It's coming to the fork in the road knowing which way you need to go to get to where you want to be. There's tons of forks in the road. So when you let employees uh, into your life or if you let your kids and your spouse into your life, get into your life and go, no, we need to turn here. No, we need this. We want this. We have to have this. Daddy, I got to have a computer. I got to have an iPhone. I got to have this. I got to have that. Daddy, all the other kids have these things. All the other kids are able to do all this stuff. Why? I can't I I want I I I I I it's no difference between your kids and your employees they all want they want they want they want they want right now don't get me wrong you gotta love your kids you gotta love your employees but it's up to you to be the parent in life not to work in the business but to work on it not to live your kids lives for them but to help them understand the direction they should go that's your job that's what you need to do. And you need to be on top of that at all times. So I will go back in and I will revamp the accounting system and I'll make it so simple that a clerk could run the accounting system. I don't need a CPA to run an accounting system. That is insane. I see guys out there right now that are in the Lifestyles membership that are ex-accountants and they do five times too much accounting to get done what it takes to do in apartment complex accounting. And they just love it. They love piddling with that stuff. But that's not what makes your money, is it? We'll be right back with the Del Wamsley Radio Show. You're listening to the Del Wamsley Radio Show. Del will be right back with more life-changing principles in just a few minutes. What would happen if you didn't show up for work tomorrow? For the next couple of days? For a week? A couple of months? A year? How long until you lose everything you've worked for in a fraction of the time it took to earn it? If this fear keeps you up at night, it's time to learn the strategies we teach at Lifestyles Unlimited. Start with the free workshop. Go to lifestylesunlimitedpodcast.com and find your true financial peace, like so many of our members already have. That's lifestylesunlimitedpodcast.com. Welcome back. Now, here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America, one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Now, in this last segment, we're going to put it all back together again. I'm going to share with you the plan necessary to 
operate an entity of any type. And remember, there's all types of entities. You, of course, a business is an entity. But a family is an entity within itself. And it has vertical marketing, if you're, or I guess what we call vertical integration. You've got, you know, your parents above you and your grandparents above you and your kids below you and your kids' kids below them. And this vertical integration makes um, being able to keep the entropy very out of the out of the family entity very difficult because each generation has again like I said its own goal for what it wants to have happen and you cannot be drug into that goal without losing your perspective your goal within the entity that you have so you have the nuclear family and I, I've had that problem I've seen other people have that problem where the nuclear family gets torn apart when the kids all decide they've got their own idea how the world's going to work and they start trying to tell the parents how the world's going to work yeah. so you've got the same problems you've got fitness health and fitness you've got the same kind of problem with health and fitness uh you know it's the body's falling apart on you buddy <laughs> it's not you know maybe uh you know your family is helping maybe your wife or husband cooks too much for you or drinks too much with you or encourages that maybe that's terrible uh, but there's everything else going on through that whole process of that entity of you, the human being. And then there's things like your retirement plan. It's a simple little entity over here. You got a little piece of paper called your retirement plan. There it is. There's your retirement accounts. It's this group of accounts that someday are supposed to figure out how they're going to retire you. And so that falls apart. You won't retire because that falls apart. So now let me tell you what you do. You need to write this down. If you can't write it because you're driving, then you need to go get this podcast. And by the way, the podcast will be back up again. The podcast people went in for some training last week, so they weren't around to create podcasts. But the, um, you're going to need to go in and understand these steps. Number one, you need to write down the true goals, the big goals of your entity. What is it you're trying to accomplish within that entity? Why even have that entity? If there's an entity, there's a reason to have it. I don't care whether it's a marriage uh, and a family or whether it's a business uh, or whether it's a human being's body. There's a reason for that body to be there, and it is to support the brain inside of it, the, the emotion, the human being, the spiritual, if you want to, that comes down from God. Whatever it is, it has a reason to be there, and are, is it going to be able to accomplish that goal? And your retirement plan has a reason to be there. I mean, you didn't just start the thing because you're an idiot and some guy said, start a retirement plan. Okay, I'm a dumb idiot, so I'll just do it. Although that's what most people do. They just start something. They don't even know why they're trying to do it or what it's going to do or how to do it or why. They have no plan. So number one, you need to write down what it is you want to accomplish. What is the goal of this entity? And that is the most important thing to focus on. The second thing you want to do is you're going to organize your entity's processes, beliefs, theories into the big rocks, the little rocks, and sand and the water. Let me tell you what I mean by that. Uh, there was a time management uh, course one time where a guy got a big giant pickle jar, put it out on top of the counter in front of all the students, and he said, this pickle jar is your life. There's only so much time uh, in your entity, whether it be your life, your business, your family, whatever. There's only so much time that you could get stuff done. So as a person with a good time management system, you'll be able to get a lot more 
we're done. So he proceeds to fill the jar with rocks and says, there, now it's full. There's no more space, right? And the kids go, yeah. He says, now what if you wanted something else in your life? They go, well, there's no way you could get it in there. You'd have to take something out to get something else in there. And they go, yeah. And he goes, no, that's not true. And then he picked up a bucket of sand and started pouring sand in this giant clear glass pickle jar. And you could see that there was a lot more room you could put in of sand. And so he says, you see, now we've gotten more in there because we had better time management, right? They said, yeah. He said, but we're full now, right? They said, yeah. He said, no, we're not. And he pulls out a jug of water and he pours water into this pickle jar and the water fills in around the sand. He said, there, now we're full, right? And they were afraid to answer because they thought he'd maybe show them something else. And he said, what have you learned by this demonstration? And they said uh, that there's always more time if, if you're willing to organize it. He said, no, it had nothing to do with that. He said, what you should have learned from this example is you better put the big rocks in first or they won't get in. You see, if I would have filled this pickle jar with sand, you could not have gotten the big important things into the jar. You have a life. You have an entity, a business, a family. They have big, important things that need to be done, and you need to know what those are. Remember this. If you have more than three priorities in life, you have no priorities. You have entropy. A thousand things you think is important in your life when really only four or five things at the most ever are important to a human being or to an entity of any kind. And if you're focusing on more than four or five things, you're not focusing and you're not accomplishing and you're not getting the results that you need. Get the big rocks in first and don't let the sand and the water get into the bucket and fill it up to where you can't get the important things in your life in. Because if you don't put your rocks in, the world will fill your bucket full of sand and water. The next thing you need to do is simplify your systems. Everything in life can be simplified. Everything in life can be condensed, confined, brought down into the smallest possible increment so that it doesn't take time to get done, so it isn't complicated to get done, so it can be repeated and replicated in massive numbers. That's necessary because to have success, you have to have massive success to have massive wealth, massive success to have massive fitness, massive success to have a great relationship. You have to have a lot of things reoccurring on a regular basis. In other words, I got to be friendly to my girlfriend every time I see her. Not once a week, not walk in once a month and be friendly. I got to have that system in place on a daily basis. If I don't, what are the big rocks in a relationship? What do you want from your spouse? Do you get those big rocks? If you don't, your relationship is not going to hold together, or you can just live in mediocrity the rest of your life. Next thing you have to do is gain buy-in from your team. Everybody that's in your team has to buy in to what the big rocks are. If they don't buy in to what the big rocks are, then you've got a problem. They themselves will start to tear your system apart. I have found in my life there's two types of people that I work with. People that are organizers and make things better in my system. And people who are disorganizers who disable the system. But remember, you've got to have it if you want to win. Have a wonderful day. Uh-huh. <laughs> 
Thank you for listening to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, teaching you the opposite of everything you've been taught so you can obtain the results you've never obtained. Join us seven days a week. Can't get enough? Visit DellOnTheRadio.com to listen to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, access past show podcasts, and join the conversation. Information and opinions you hear on the Del Wamsley Radio Show are those of the host, Del Wamsley, his guests, and his callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Del Wamsley Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Del Wamsley Show constitutes an endorsement, recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security.